This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? Shaman J. Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama, I am. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dane. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch all rise. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 380. On you hoes. 380. That's a lot. I ain't never had a 380. I got one. I don't know. Like, I really... (laughs) Would it really be like my first weapon of choice? Probably not. But I mean, if you ain't got shit else. Yeah, one of the homies, he keep buying them bitches. I'm like, no, why do you keep buying this? New? Yeah. I'm like, why do you keep buying this shit? Like, get a nine or something. Get a. Why do you keep buying this shit? <laughs> nigga, who the fuck this nigga is? Dirty Harry? John Wayne? He's been on the show so many times. I don't want to put him out there. <laughs> you feel me? But they, A 380? That's like his everyday gun? He got a lot. You feel me? But like, why do you keep buying these 380s, though? got other shit but like i don't i just don't understand it uh, to me it's just not a, it's effective but it's just not attractive I, I and it's not like handy for me to carry like that bitch heavy as fuck well not all so they, they just yeah it's interesting uh <laughs> but when i turned 38 i wanted a i wanted a 38 special I, I i went to go buy one but it was fourth of july and they closed <laughs> they had closed the motherfucking little gun joint early and i, I don't like fuck it dog okay but i i, I definitely want i want to I want a thirty-eight. Good gun to have. Revolver. You know, you, sometimes you gotta keep the shells with you. You feel? Uh, anywho, man, how, how was your week, my brother? Week was good for the most part. I did do another episode of Dame After Dark last night with the with ladies. We'll call it the, the porch party. They came through and kicked it with a nigga. Right. Towards the end of the episode, that liquor started talking to him, and it was getting good. So we're gonna do a part two, and we That's gonna get we're gonna talk about booty holes. Oh, and shit on part right two. Then. I mean, we all we grown, right? We grown, right? I mean, I, that's not my topic of discussion. It's, it's gonna get our part two gonna get a little raunchy. You know, we just getting to know each other. The first one, and it didn't get a little little raunchy to the end. But like now that they know what's up, I saw a picture that you posted. We was recording next door uh, with uh, this week in culture, and uh, 
It looked like it was some getting some raunchy in this motherfucker yesterday. It was a little bit, a little you know? bit. But after you drink like you know a bunch of tequila and shit, then get like a little different. I noticed y'all fucked the tequila up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out to them. We probably dropped that on Wednesday or something. Oh man, I blew the fuck out of my tire last night coming home. So look, I was getting to the crib and like I got a little dip in my driveway. Probably need to put some dirt in the bitch, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no dirt in the motherfucker. So like I hit the driveway and like I needed to get a bitch some gas. You know I got a truck, so I just need to get for, just get get it over the hump. Damn, you a wild nigga. Dog. You always you always got some shit going. on. I probably should just back that bitch up, but you know I be what's a, what's a good word to describe me? Like I be like dead set on my bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like very much so. I don't know. I don't know what you call that, and you can make it positive, but it's probably like not. It's probably not a positive. <laughs> I just stand on that shit. You know what I'm saying? I stand on it. Even if it's bullshit, once I done said it, it's Damn. mine. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Like, he, he said that with, like, he got aggressive when he said it as if it made it, like, better. He was yeah, like, still, still he was like is, I just stand on it. Like, nigga, that don't make it better. <laughs> it doesn't, but I've owned it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway, man, I hit the gas, and I heard... Uh, you know, like when you first turn on a sprinkler, <laughs> you know, I was like, and my neighbor was outside. I'm like, maybe that nigga turned the sprinkler on. As soon as I hopped out the car, he's like, damn, you popped that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done that shit before. You feel me? But on seven mile and, uh, you know, a grand river, that seven mile low. Yeah. I fucking hate that. It was a big ass dip, but the street just wasn't there. And I, Hit that bitch hard. Tire went down that motherfucking shit. Before I, the house I got now, um, when I was like looking for the house, yeah. I would just drive by it all the time just to see. Because it was in my brain, it was like it was mine. Okay. So I, I just I used to drive that by that bitch every day. Uh, I want to see what it looked like at night. If the kids out there or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? And one night I went down there. I was like, damn, I should have took my fucking ass. I left the studio, went down there. I'm like, damn. I I'm just going to drive past ass. my house. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool. It happens. I had a flat tire. And shit. <laughs> then I found out I didn't have a spare in that car. Damn. That's that's. I don't. I didn't have a spare on my shit neither. So I did have to buy a whole new fucking tire. Yeah. And I got like a twenty seven fifty five. That bitch big. Then we found out that the the wheels was like locked on that bitch. Like the motherfucker wasn't moving. Couldn't couldn't get needed a key lock. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, that bitch was just like literally locked on there. Somehow the, the that shit seized up and shit. And I was going hunting the next morning, and it fucked everything up. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So. It's never a good time for shit to go wrong when you're an adult. Even if you got the money, like, God damn it, the toilet got to go out right now. Like, it's just never a good time. The inconvenience of it all, dog. Yesterday, I come to the crib. You know, we had some pretty bad storms. Yeah. Like, and niggas had their power and shit knocked off. My shit was straight. You know what I'm saying? Yesterday, yeah, I said, didn't take your power. Yesterday, woke up, right. you know what I'm saying, went to work. I come back home from work before I come to the studio and shit. Hit the garage door opener and the garage ain't garaging. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Motherfucker not opening. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Now, I have been seeing a little ring neighborhoods alerts about people power. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Because when I left the house. Your power was on. I had power. Ain't no motherfucking power and shit. I rarely go through my front door and shit. And like I don't even remember what keys. <laughs> I'm like I'm a. I'm and you'd be damned if you let your car sit outside. Well, I, I had to just 
take the dog out real quick and then run back to the studio and shit. But I'm out there. I couldn't get in the house at first and shit because I had a key to the one door and not the other. I'm like, dog, this shit is irritating. And then I, I finally got in that motherfucker because I was about to have to break in my house. And I don't I don't I don't want to break a window. <laughs> I feel you. But because uh, it's never a good time for some shit to go wrong when you're an adult. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? But by the time I got the studio, my shit was back on, though. So. All right. Good shit. Yeah. In any event. Listen, man, we got a guest this week, though. Yeah, man. So we had this guest on a previous podcast, but I don't feel like he had the opportunity to get his shit off. And he had reached out and we was like, yeah, man, like you played some good music for us. Like when we just sitting up in here. Surprisingly good music. Yeah. So we was like, shit, man, come on back. And sometimes it's better that way when we don't know a lot about a guest. We can just talk and kick it and see what what opens up. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, give people your socials, and we're going to get into the shit. For sure. Appreciate y'all for having me, too. Hey, man, appreciate you coming out. But by the way, I'm uh, I'm J5. Uh, J A I F I V E. You can, you guys can follow me on Instagram at J A I F I V three. Straight like that. Okay. Uh, we'll let you jump in on, you know, what I'm saying our little weekly weekly topics and shit like that. You know, what I'm saying get your view. Let's do it. Uh, you know, this week, um, Jesse Smollett Jr. Uh, she finally came out and said, "Yo, I was fucking lying." And today she got charged with some shit too. Yeah. Did she say? Did she ever give a story like why she lied? That didn't say why she lied. Okay, she I just want to know why you used Through her lawyer, she said she was lying and shit. I mean, that's what I paid a nigga for to talk for. Yeah. <laughs> say, Make a statement, nigga. I paid the retainer. I shit. Need, I need one of them sit-down Gail King R. Kelly joints, though. From her? Yeah. I don't. She's not that interesting. But it's you seen her mugshot? I don't get the. She got a mugshot. Yeah, her mugshot online. She's smiling and cheesing. Say yeah, she she like she about to get out that motherfucker like right now. It's two misdemeanors. She gonna get a fine and like a hundred twenty hours of community service donation somewhere. Yeah, I don't want to go like to prison, but like she probably gonna have to pay some of that money. Yeah, she gonna have to pay some of that money back for the resources. She gonna get a big bill. She gonna have to like make a. You gonna see her make a huge donation somewhere? From what though? She unemployed now. They might give. They might give her that. Uh. She still, she still might be able to keep the GoFundMe money. Maybe I think they said they they not giving it. They don't have to give it back. All right, which well, is weird, but then fine. I guess use that to pay it. That seemed kind of weak. But now, nah, bitch, get another job, and we're gonna garnish your wages. There was multiple sure. police agencies from different counties and yeah. different states. The FBI, nigga. So like, everybody want their money back though. Like the financial shit that you're going to cut. That's a lot. I put the bitch in ruins for years. Yeah, like make that make her do some community service. Let me tell you something. Actual community service. Like go look for somebody. Like, for an example, there was a gentleman who lost his daughter when she was came up missing. Unfortunately, she never came back. And they found her unalive. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when that shit happened, he joined the search looking for her, probably on some I'ma let me help find this girl because I didn't find my daughter. Right. Come to find out. This shit was the fucking You bullshitting. Home. That put a nigga in a in a really fucked up place and on some emotional shit. Cause like I just lost my daughter on some similar it's, it's, shit. It's, it's, that shit probably was real triggering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you did that to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? The girl who even uh, a lady who don't even live there who organized the whole search. Similar situation happened to her with her daughter. Like you got people coming out and doing all the other stuff. It's not like it's not no kitty shit where you can just. Psych. Yeah. And I seen people, black people, uh, because she black trying to give her a pass. Well, white people lie all the time. I, I don't give a fuck what white people do. Why is that the standard? 
how come you don't got no standard for yourself? Like bad behavior should just be called out as bad behavior with us. I don't give a fuck who watching us. Black folks should have their own particular standard and it shouldn't be compared to what white people do to their own people because that shit don't got nothing to do with us. I don't give a fuck if they let the others off the look. That's not the bar. My bar ain't to be equal to white people or equal to anybody. Exactly. It's just like, yo, stand on your own shit. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit neither, but I do like that something going to come from it. Look at See if you can find a milkshot. She look crazy than a motherfucker. But I do believe something should come from it. I knew that story was little bullshit when she seen a white baby walking on the freeway. Like, white people. Yo, this bitch might be crazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> I know a crazy motherfucker when I see All one. the lights ain't on in that apartment. I don't care what it look like on the outside. All them lights is not on. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> a couple French fries. I done, took a, meal. I done took a lot of mug shots. I ain't never show all 32 in them bitches, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm literally doing this shit because I got to. She's like, oh, the old boss is on the gram. The gram going to see this. That bitch psycho. Yeah. And for you to go through, like, an elaborate lie... And all of that, like, so I remember when the story initially cracked, it was some shit like with her boyfriend, like yeah. he, he, she allegedly, he allegedly got caught up cheating and it was just like too much. But like, I want you to grow up and get cheated on like your grandma used to do, like your mama used to get cheated on. You think that bitch put together a plot for Pop Pop to come find her? No, the bitch went upstairs and cried or she slid and she throat. got over it. She slit his throat like mister. Hey, yo. Or she fucked somebody else in the neighborhood. You like, get your get back and shut up. Or so, just leave. So, I'm going to say this. It's going to sound insensitive, but I don't give a fuck. So, it's going to be insensitive. <laughs> it's going to sound insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my thing is, when it comes to, come to cheating, a lot of times, like, yo, the next nigga probably going to cheat on you, too. You know what I'm saying? You with me and I cheat, the next nigga probably going to cheat too. You might as well stay with the nigga that you know instead of like starting all over. You know what this cheating like? You know what I'm saying? You know the type of bitches I like. I'm not going to step outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Just like. Yeah, that shit dumb. But listen. <laughs> just, let, just, like, just chill out and get. I'm not going to cheat egregiously neither, but like three times a year. Three times a year. So sometimes I be thinking. Maybe. Um, this guy. Like three times a year is really not a lot. Twelve months. We talk about do not si- do singular interaction. I know. I'm, I know. I, I'm not going to exactly per- where you're going. I don't like number problems, so I'm not going to do percentages. <laughs> but I'm just saying three times in a year. Like I just want this. This is what I'd be thinking, right? My birthday. You know <laughs> I hear saying? people, male and female, explain like, "Yo, everybody going to do this, and everybody going to do that." So I might sort of like. I don't think people see themselves. As worthy enough to literally just be enough for somebody. Exactly. Whether that's gonna be the case or not, they're like, well, you know, you say this shit all the time. Well, we just written, we this and this. Like, you know, you could be worthy of somebody just being down for you. You feel me? Like, you, they are worthy enough for somebody to just be like, <laughs> yo, I'm Don't give me no pep talk, nigga. We talking about cheating. I'm just saying. So, do you, so you think all women cheat? Yes. I don't necessarily. Well, like, I mean, it, the, out of the women that you've dealt with, in your brain, uh huh. How many of them you think cheated on you? A bunch of them. A bunch of them. Percentage wise, half. Ninety. Ninety percent of the women that you were with cheated on you. And when I don't mean I, like cheat back. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, maybe about forty, about forty percent. So more than half of the people that you dealt with just was with you. 
I'd like to think so. Yeah. I mean, because you never fucking know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like. There's a couple of them. I know they're some scallywags. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm, you could deserve, or I don't know, I hate using that deserve word, but you are worthy of some good shit happening to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get, no, because I get into it with a friend of mine a lot. She be like, you kind of like downplaying discredit shit. Like, you should be having certain things. And I'd just be like, you know, don't. Don't like biblically, don't nothing guarantee you a good woman. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bible don't be like, oh, you're gonna get a good godly partner. Like, no, it don't. Yeah, but this ain't got shit to do with the Bible. This is just like on some human shit. I just don't be <laughs> so maybe I look from things from my point of view, and that's probably a little jaded. Yeah. Like, cause I know I can get down and be like kinda kinda Not only do you scurvy. deserve not only do you are worthy of somebody keeping their word to you. Cause that's really what we talking about. Like, yo nigga, you said you wasn't going to do this and you did it anyway. Like I did some shit behind your back. You other people that you deal with are worthy of you keeping your word too. Yeah. Now there's been, there's been women in my life. Like regardless if you believe that shit or not, like I didn't fuck over on you. Yeah. Like I kind of liked your ass. So like I was, I was cool. Yeah. I mean, it, we also are. I human. just liked you period. We also are human and no one owns anybody. You feel me? So whatever you want to do, you got free will to to do whatever the fuck you want to do and shit. It just be wild. It's like, you know, kind of, I don't know if you want to be up front. If it, I don't know. Me personally, like, I I just, me, I, I trust people to do some bullshit all the time. Like, I know this may, this may sound like weird as fuck, but like, it's like, it may, it's like a weird defense mechanism for me though. Because like, if I really fuck with a person, I can't never really let them know that. But at the same time, like, if she, like, I, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like every bitch I've been with and cheated on me. Could be. You feel what I'm Especially saying? Especially, you, you, you young enough for that to be a thing. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? Women ain't like, they ain't talking to their mama no more. You feel me about certain shit. So oh, no, they talking to their homegirls. This the blind leading the blind. You know what I mean? And or, like, it, or they mama is the same age as me. No, nah, the mama and and the, which is being like she not like mama, mama. That's the problem. The mama yeah. and the daughter chasing the same nigga. Yeah. Now you feel no, no. Like? I, f- I feel you because like nigga, I'm 41, my right. son 20. If I meet a bitch that's 30, like she go either way. Big fact. <laughs> and and, and wouldn't and, and be that should be cool. Yeah. So Big I mean, fact. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I had a friend. Yes, that can be the same thing. Yeah, can't really so, go into detail. That, but that's like, fine. That's fine. You really in the, the exact middle of mom and daughter, like, and the ages work out for both. What, like, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? May have to try on both. Yeah. May have to try on both. You or, sick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been there. I've been there. Whatever. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Your mama fine too. <laughs> I mean, Shit. it's never gonna be a, a shortage of fine women in the world. It's I, always gonna be a fine woman in the world. But like, Dame just gotta, he just gotta do it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, some, you know, sometimes you you fought you you set the play up and it start pull, working together, and it's like, yo, do I pull up or do I go on the touchdown drive? And like, nigga, I'm a motherfucking Patrick Mahomes. I want to get the touchdown. And what is this metaphor that you try to tell me? Though? <laughs> what are you? What are, what are you trying it, to tell? Maybe me? it sounds better, but like, I hit your mama. Or I have. 
This is really bad. I don't want to go into the podcast. I, ain't gonna like lie. I, I don't want to go into the podcast. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't hit a few moments before. I can't like disclose like I don't. I don't want to go. But I like, want to be a better person, bro. To your point, you was like sometimes it's defense mechanism. Yeah, I'm guilty of the shit myself. You know what I'm saying? Like you only go get so involved because. I think the worst case scenario every time, so I can't be surprised because I didn't been surprised before, right? Ain't no- but then you also shorten yourself because you never not you not really getting a hundred percent. You not putting a hundred percent in because you are scared you're gonna get hurt, or I'm scared I'm going to get hurt. No, it's you feel like me? And everything it's like, every time, every I like I be genuinely a hundred percent myself, like all the time. There's yeah. been certain females that have been in the exact situation the last female been in, but. I still went on ahead and did the exact thing, same thing that I did for the last person. So I, that don't affect me, but like when you fucking up and I'm not fucking up, it reveals itself. Yeah. So it'd be like, you feel me? Females really think I'm nonchalant and shit, but I'm really very emotional. I just can't. I'm not about to break in front of you because you feel me? That's what these hoes want. They want you to be weeping over them and all that. I'm not about to do that game. You ever felt comfortable enough to be vulnerable around a woman? Is, yeah, I'm. I'm not like you feel me. I'm not afraid to be you feel me. Like kind of out there with my emotions. Yeah. Shit, like I'm very, like you know. So you trying to psychologize us, but I, I feel I do feel what you're saying because like I've probably like cheated, you know, just to like get the one up. I got one in the bank just in case, <laughs> and like I probably and I probably didn't need to, but you know. I, I did. Boy, it'd be some scary shit trying to open up to motherfuckers and shit. Especially if 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 you're not 100 percent sure this shit gonna work out. Like I'm private. You're I'm, never 100 percent sure it's gonna work out. Yeah, and it could sure. be working, and then she wake up one day and like, I don't want to do this no more. You don't make the money you used to make. You don't make me feel how you used to feel. I'm out. I already got a place with Tyrone. I'm leaving today. For sure, and that's crazy. Like, cause women don't understand. Like, at the end of the day, ain't nobody coming to save us. You feel me? Like, regardless, if you're going to be with this female or not, somebody else is going to come save her, move her in or whatever the fuck. You feel me? Make sure she's straight. Us, like, you feel me? <laughs> let you, you, let you miss out. three checks. You sleeping in your car or you going yeah. to the shelter? Yeah, you feel me? Type shit. <laughs> Who you going to call? You know what I'm saying? Who you going to call? I got a spare couch. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you go to you go to the shelter, my nigga. You homeless. It's, it's like that. So you get back on your feet. And you know how long it's going to take you to get back on your motherfucking but, feet? And say, say the only nigga that help you out is your mans, but he live with his girl. So it's still a no. Hell yeah. Fuck. It could be a yes from him, but a no from her. Or, like, I don't even want to impose. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't want to have that. I don't even want to have that conversation with now, her. Now I'm about to make an argument in somebody else's house trying to. It's just a week. <laughs> yeah. That's just a tough thing. It I, is. I, I'm, I don't ask for help when I need it. You know, that's some shit I was having a conversation about yesterday. You just figured the fuck out. Yeah, like if the lights wasn't didn't wasn't if the power wasn't on when I went home, I'm asleep in this bitch tonight with no power. I'm come. No, I'm about to come back to the studio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have some lights in there. I'm about to come back to the studio. But look at the studio was out power. Like the night up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a notification like, yo, the building ain't got no power, but it came back on or whatever. But like. Is there somewhere I could go? Yes. I don't want to call and ask to, yo, uh, you know, power out. You know what I'm saying? Can I, can I, I don't want to do it. And it's probably a million people that be like, nigga, call me. You go. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I like how it. you put on your humble voice. Like, I'm not doing you, you it. Think, uh, you think, could you think, uh, you maybe spare? possibly I can I'm go the take type a shower. Like, yeah, I get if you offer it to me, I got you. I, if I, all right, then I yeah. might. But if you don't offer it, I'm not, I'm definitely not about that. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, shut up. 
Oops, go to my father's house. I got it. Yeah. Like, them niggas went out of town. My whole family's out of town, actually, right now. Okay. Um, thugging with their rounds? I'm not ready. I'm not sure. there. You see me? They thugging with their rounds? Uh, Sing the rest of the I song. don't like how Juvenile and Cash Money, them niggas, taught me what a round was. And now this word has a totally different meaning. I don't like it. I mean, it words, I like words it. evolve. I was about to say it's 2023. I don't like it. Words evolve. And it's really the same definition, but when you say thugging my rounds, you automatically think where the next line is going. Yeah. Because it's really, I'm hanging with my peoples. That's what she's saying. But like, and that's the definition of, but as soon as you say that, you think it like, you know what's coming out. I like sexy red. I really do. No, the fuck you yes, don't. I yes, do. No, no, no. Y'all yes, niggas I do. Y'all yeah, be capping. Yes, they I do. do. Niggas I, be capping, dog. I like the shit. You did. like the idea of that shit. You don't like none of that music. That I, music track. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying I'm walking around banging it. I like her as a personality. You know, I like what she's doing. She's embraced this shit. I like the fact that you she wear what? a chain to say "big sexy." You know, her I hair know you four like different colors because you don't like rats in real life. You don't go around your life like. Like the type of rat that she is, that's not who you dating. That's not who you be fucking with on a regular. Them little motherfuckers that you got jokes on. I was, I saw this dirty ass bitch on the east side with flip flop. Like you make jokes about that type of person, but when a rapper come out, everybody embrace it. Like, oh yeah, she's being herself. Y'all don't like this type of person. Y'all avoid this type of person in yeah. real life with y'all whole existence, and now they come out in public and be like, hell yeah, I support her. You don't like that shit. I do like that shit. Do I well, like her? When I say you, I'm not talking about, well, you, sometimes I'm talking about you, but in this particular one, like the general you, like, you know, y'all don't like that shit. I can't say none of that music is worth a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Her voice real strange to me. I like how she promotes herself on social media. I like how she be seen and she always walk around with the, like this stack of money. I like those shits that she's doing. Do I like give a fuck about the music? No, but like there are some chicks that are perceived, I guess, to be hooked. I don't want to call this girl a hood rat and I'm not going to say her name because she's a Detroit artist and like she know people we know and I could probably run into her real easy and I don't want to walk this. Well, not even with rappers, but just in general, this archetype of person, y'all know we don't fuck with that shit. Hey man, I like long weave and long nails and bitches that stick their tongues out. Like I like that shit. But you like it on a Alright, for sure. Now do I, is she gonna be my everyday? I don't know. I doubt it. Because it's a lot of shit that comes along with that. And I don't know if I want to deal with that every day. That's why not niggas be capping. That's how you know I'm about to say that. That's how no like niggas be capping. Like he can have it like for like a, a few, but he like, yeah, hey, after a you while know you saying? get tired of that shit, Dame. I would I would. I'm old, my nigga. I don't <laughs> want to deal with that shit every day. Like Here's an example. I'm an anarchist. Sometimes I want pure anarchy. Like what however this system is, fuck that shit. Flip that shit upside down. Cause I think chaos is needed. Right. That don't but like in the grand scheme of things, I don't want violence all the time, but sometimes I want chaos. And whatever that thing is, I want the opposite. And sometimes whatever is safe and normal and um, classy or whatever, sometimes niggas just want the act the exact opposite and want chaos of that. Every now and again, like I don't mind something different, but like she not going to be the one I'm out holding hands with every motherfucking weekend. We not going to Marshalls together on you Saturday. Not, you not holding hands with that rat in any, not her specifically. I'm not going to call her a rat, but the archetype. Okay. You're not going downtown. Come on, you baby. You Come on, you baby. Like, this is <laughs> them, like, them, them Airbnb ready. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, them 
the Crash Motel. <laughs> well, shout out. Nah. Stay <laughs> inside. You ain't gonna walk up and piece of cat. She got purple and orange hair. Niggas tried to come at. So, you know, Fab said something like, yo, there's a particular type of music that they promote for all the lady rappers. Yeah. Even though there's some dope women, female MCs and everything. I guess a very specific type of music they promote. And then niggas went after them. Like, that's not true. There's a very specific type of music that you got to do to be a popular male rapper. I mean, Tierra Wack should be way farther than she is. Right? I love Tierra Wack. I love Tierra Wack. Keep bouncing this bubblegum shit. I like Flo Millie, too. Yeah. I think Flo can like, she can fucking rap. I love, fem- I like all the dope female rappers, but, you know, I get what you're saying. Like, that that Glorilla song, uh, when that shit first popped, like, you know, everybody was fuck nigga free and like it's that type of shit. It's got that type of bounce to it. It's a perfect example of some shit that grew on me and changed. When Juvenile Hot came out, I thought that shit was terrible. Nobody First liked time that I heard shit, it. Dog. We was laughing, we was joking, like, look at this shit. It's about five, six months later, and currently right now, <laughs> nigga, 400 degrees is a fucking classic. Yeah. Like, it sounded different. It shocked the. It shocked our normal. I shit. thought high really sounded like, oh man, this South shit ain't gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> if this what niggas dropping, this shit ain't gonna work. But Baby and Slim had to, they knew. They knew like this shit bubbling down here, we just needed to get in other places. Yeah. But Juvenile did come back and like he gave us after that, once he dropped 400 degrees, there wasn't no laughing about them Southern niggas no more. Mm-hmm. Now you turn back your ass up. On any time right now, it motherfuckers get happy. So much that Jay Z jumped on the high remix in that and was fucked the, it up. The worst Jay Z verse <laughs> had his ever one or two. One of two worst Jay Z verses I don't, ever. I don't like feature Jay Z. You know Jay Z got to make his money off everything. Yeah, but I, I, I got big guns to go brat, brat, <laughs> brat. I don't. That's an actual bar from the joint. I, I don't like feature Jay Z because like if you ain't like in house. Like, I feel like he just be giving niggas like, bitch, it's a Jay-Z verse. What you going to do with it? Give me an example. Other than 1990. This was before Jay-Z was Jay-Z, too. But. You ever heard Jay-Z on the version of, uh, I'm from New York City. Welcome to New York City. He had a verse on Old Boy that was like. Well, that's that's the reason they, they Cam and them started beefing. Because yeah. he put himself on that shit and they took him off of it. It was like, yo, that verse whack. I think he thought it was sweet, though. <laughs> And that's when they started beefing. He's because he like nigga. I'm I'm Rockefeller. It's my label. How these niggas gonna take me off the joint? He's but, like, nah, we don't want that shit. <laughs> but I feel like it's an oh I do I D O I D O I D O. That's not a whack verse. I don't think that verse is. You cannot like it. That's not a whack verse though. I don't think the verse is dope. And considering there's niggas with three dope verses on there, with like who's G- the three? Jeezy. You think Jeezy verse is better than Jay Z's? I'm not going to say it's better if it fits the song, and I do think it's a dope verse. You got Jeezy, Drake, but Andre 3000 verse, like, make the song. Yeah. So, like, yeah, knee hove and that, you know, that, here, nigga, shut up. I I, I didn't think, here. I didn't think that, I mean, you cannot like it, it's cool, but, like, I didn't think that was, like, a whack verse. I just feel like sometimes hove be mailing it, in, and I don't have a bunch of, a bunch of, reference at this moment but i feel like sometimes he be mailing it in on other people shit i feel like ho just be like he getting some shit just be lazy like it's a jay-z feature nigga like make do it like nigga make make lemonade out this motherfucking lemon like even if it's not good it's jay-z well, he showed up 
showed his ass on two uh, Pusher T Jay Z features. He did, he and I think he showed his ass on God did. That's an incredible verse to me. Shit, he showed his ass on. Uh, this was his first verse after retiring on Lupe Fiasco album, which was crazy. Yeah. That shit was like, um, <laughs> I was like, yo, that shit is amazing. The pen is mighty as a sword. my lord. He executive produced the album on the low. Yeah. Which uh. is crazy. Because I didn't see that. Connected. But that's what I'm talking about, like more home team shit. If I believe in it, I'm going to get behind it. If you just like, if you're not on the Rock Nation circle of shit, you, you just get what you get, nigga. Shut up. It's a Jay-Z verse. You don't like it? Shut up. I don't know. Shut up. Put it out. He oh, do, did he don't do songs with random people though? It don't fucking matter. Um, Hove did. Uh, Man, I'm just ranting a little bit. I don't care. I'm standing on it. <laughs> I called Magic Johnson, bro, something disparaging a few weeks ago. I'm standing on shit. Whatever. What'd you call him? And, you know, I said Magic got the. You know, he might have been. Yo, Magic is the, one of the owners of the the Washington Commanders now. And that, when they come to business, that nigga. That nigga need to teach a master class in that shit. Like he be moving. That's you got to be a legit fucking billionaire to own like a franchise. Like these franchises expensive as fuck. You got to have some bread. Yeah, he a part of the team. Yeah, but I'm just saying, front. like they gonna push magic out in the front. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even think he's. I don't want this to sound worse because I'm not nothing. Okay, but I don't think he's the majority owner. But like, it's he's enough. a yeah. I it's mean, enough. he put his he gonna get a check. <laughs> yeah, it's enough for sure, for sure. Yeah, but you gotta have big bread. You remember he was involved with the Dodgers. I yeah, think he, he had was. an ownership piece in the Lakers for a quick second, mm-hmm. and now like Magic making that money flip. Magic Johnson theaters. Yeah. We had some other shit. We talked about Carly Lee and her lying ass, and now we on Magic again. But I want to, I want to find, I want to uh, get your thoughts and predictions on this fight tomorrow night between uh, Spence Crawford, Bud Crawford, knockout, eighth round. I just want to make sure I understand. You, you saying always, you saying you. Bud Crawford is going to knock Earl Spence out? Eighth round. That's it's what all, I'm saying. It's always you, Dan. I don't go to you for my boxing advice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I really don't. You ain't never seen Spence get dropped. Why you think he don't get knocked out? I don't. I just feel like tomorrow is gonna be like some sl- some slugging shit. We gonna see. We gonna see like a dog fight at some point. It's gonna be a dog fight most of the most of the fight. But why? Like I don't get. Like I've seen Terrence Crawford get dropped twice. I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, sometimes it's just the magic of boxing. Like, it's a big match, nigga hitting a button, and he down. And I just feel like Terrence Crawford is going to have, like, a definitive moment tomorrow. Somebody getting knocked out. I think And Terrence going to be doing the knocking out. I think Terrence is too small. Um, I think Spence is the naturally bigger man. He is. Um, his fundamentals are going to be on point. Terrence Crawford does not have one-punch knockout power. Because you ain't never seen – I haven't seen them one punch knock anybody out. It's an accumulation type thing. Um, I see them drop um, – uh, uh, what's this nigga name? Uh, God damn it. Big ass teeth from, from Ohio and shit. Uh, I know who you talk about. I can't think of – I know the nigga you talk damn, about. Damn, I can't – him and his dad. The one both of them fuck? Yeah. Why the fuck? Berto? No. No. Sean Porter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why the fuck. Showtime Sean Porter. Showtime Sean Porter. He dropped Sean Porter with a good shot, but like 
he got back. Like I, I don't see it. I just uh, feel like the magic of boxing is going is going to happen. We do for one. You, for, you we do for one. You got to first of all look at like somebody getting knocked out. Uh maybe, but Spence. I, I'm gonna tell you why Spence why Spence gonna win. Bud has to fight somebody jabbing over their jab. So he's always like trying to count with a longer fighter. If you not in range, you can't just jab over him. I ain't gonna lie, Bud real good at just jabbing over a motherfucker jab. He real good at doing that shit. He can't rely on that shit this fight because Spence got the reach. So what the fuck are you gonna do now? Also, one of Bud's advantages as he switched southpaw, right? Yeah. And <laughs> Crawford, I mean, uh Spence is already a southpaw. Like so it's gonna like I don't you I don't think that's gonna give you the advantage over me because I'm already a southpaw. Typically, you switch southpaw on somebody who who st- who box in the standard, right? I'm southpaw already. That's might not be so. Now you're gonna fight me as a conventional fighter. Well, everybody I fight is conventional. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not used to fighting southpaw. I think what's gonna happen. It's not like I don't think Terrence Crawford can't win because okay. he 100. Well, it's a fifty fifty fight. You know what sure. I'm saying? So I don't want to get the impression that like. He can't win because this is a very it's a good possibility he can. You know what I'm saying? But how his temperament is, he can hit. He want to get his hit back, right? He want to get his lick back, and I think that's gonna play into his downfall. I don't. I don't think you play that game with Earl Spence because yeah. he's a counter puncher and he's gonna make you pay. And he just he just he don't go away. I'm just gonna heavy punch you. I'm just going. He's trying. He said I'm gonna break his will. I'm break. I'm, I'm literally trying to break your will. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. That you can just take me punching on you, punching on you, punching on you. That don't, I mean, Terrence Crawford ain't no slouch at all. My biggest question is, and shout out to Rob Silver, I, I, I sent in a voice note on his pile for my prediction is, my real question is this. I, I can't wait to see this fight because this is going to tell me how good these guys really are. Because I don't know how good Terrence Crawford is and I don't know how good Earl Spence is because the field, to me, is kind of weak. Okay. The best fighters on your resume is Sean Porter and Danny Garcia because that's what the field is. Like in the late 90s, early 2000s, I don't know that y'all beating Shane Mosley at 147 or Zab Judah at 147 or Tino Trinidad at 147 or De La Hoya at 147 or Ike Corte at 147. Like I just... The field, it was a lot better then. It was yeah, just, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm loving it. It's easier to measure. Yeah. And now it's Two. like y'all both got a lot of belts, but like. Well, Spence has Spence, three belts. Yeah. To one. I think a lot of shit. Until, until I walk away with four belts tomorrow, I just feel like tomorrow is Bud's night. It's going to be shining on them. Like we're going to see like some good boxing shit that we can talk about for a year. And it's going to end with Bud knocking that nigga out. That's wishful thinking. All right. A nigga can tell me they think Bud gonna win, but to tell me he gonna knock somebody out that you ain't never seen, that never been dropped, that shit is... I just want to know, like, who, what, what what fight impressed you from Bud? I like who really, the fuck did he fight? Sean like, Porter was on the back end of his career. I never... I was never, like, truly impressed by Sean Porter. Like, I feel like he got some some quality wins. But like you said, on, on in that time of his career, he wasn't like. Sean Porter came out and said it, too. I just didn't. He didn't do it. He was best. like, y'all keep talking about resumes. The name is one thing, but, like, at what time did you fight? He was like, is Sean Porter the same fighter that fought Earl Spence that fought Crawford? He's like, no. 
Like his father threw the towel in for a reason. Like the shit, my heart wasn't out of, my heart wasn't in it. The fight, he fought Spence. He fought another guy. That fight looked horrible. Sean Porter won. Like he not the, he wasn't the same. But Styles make fights. Sean Porter's a tough fight because he make everybody fight look ugly. He getting there. He all, he just an ugly fighter. I just, I just feel like, you know, Nigga, we never thought Mike would get dropped until motherfucking Buster Douglas did it. I just feel like, and maybe, you know, I'm probably reaching. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably reaching, but I feel like we're going to get one of them moments. And I don't mind. it's going to be one of them moments for sure. But ain't going to be able to reach Spence tomorrow. Watch. Or maybe get get in close with an uppercut and then, you know, turn them legs noodle. He going to have to do something, but this is is all I'm going to say. Bud get hurt a lot. He get wobbly. He got hurt by a green machine. Come on now, he yeah, got why? He get real wobbly. I, I can't. I mean, both Shit, of them. First been, time I seen Bud fight Gamboa dropped him. Yeah, I never yeah. seen Spence get them legs go noodle like you know. You know what fight I'm talking about? Bud that day, somebody hit that nigga. and you seen them motherfucking legs start doing crazy shit. Yeah, I don't think y'all understand that. Again, I want to say this. I don't know the outcome of the fight. You feel me? But like. The determination and the grit that I didn't seen out of Earl Spence. Nigga, you seen that video of that car crash? Yeah. His body got threw out that bitch. He knocked all his teeth out. You know what I'm saying? I did all that shit, came back, and then fought Danny Garcia. We ain't taking no fucking tune-ups. I'm, I don't do tune-ups. After that shit, my fucking, I, was, I had a fight with Manny Pacquiao scheduled. My fucking retina get fucked up. I get my shit fixed. I come back. I go get Ugas belt. I went to Dallas and watched that fight live. You feel me? Uh, on my birthday last year. I remember. I went down there and took a, every belt, like Spence said, every belt I got, I took it from somebody. You know who where, where, uh, Crawford got his belt? Hmm. From beating Jeff Horn. I feel like it's too many belts. 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they doing that because there's so many good fighters. They like... But at the end of the day, like doing it for that's me. true. Yeah, because that's Earl, why the best not really fighting the best right now because it's it's too many. But I and I like, seen Ooh. Earl Spence say something like, "Nigga, it's like a monthly fee to have this bitch." Well, every fight that you fight, you got to pay that commission for that belt. Yeah, it's like that's and why if, he's like that's why niggas just be dropping the title. He like financially, it ain't beneficial for me to carry all these motherfuckers got, neither. Well, I gotta well, I gotta give you two hundred seventy five thousand dollars because I'm fighting for 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 your belt. And this whole bullshit they talking about, this is going to be the first undisputed champion in the four-belt Elver era. The WBO ain't never been a, a major belt. Like a belt, belt to that nigga strive. 2009, 2010-ish. That wasn't, that was just, it's a whole bunch of boxers who got belts around their waist. That, like, you know, it's the IBO uh, intercontinental. Like, like, who the fuck? That shit don't count, nigga. Just the Inkster Invitational belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. Like, that that uh, brown bitch look ugly as but, fuck. Uh, I, Terrence Crawford is a very skilled fighter. I think he's more athletic. I think if he was smart and he wanted to, to get a victory, he'd just stay on the outside and try to do some boxing and do some pity pat shit. But he that's not his temperament. He want to bang. You can't stay on the outside when you short. Yeah. I just feel like we're just going to get some magic. That's just my prediction. Dang wild-ass boxing prediction. And uh, You want to bet? i tell you that. No, I don't. I'm, putting no, money. I'm not putting money That's on that. And they, got, they got Terrence Crawford as the, the betting favorite, so that means when I put money on on Spence to win, like I'm actually going to win money and shit. Like, shit crazy. Um, but Terrence Crawford, my personal opinion, 
tried to not make this fight happen. There's a lot of jockeying. Earl Spence <laughs> made the fight happen. Despite all this crazy shit that he wanted. Earl Spence paid that nigga money. Like, listen. Take the fight. You want 50-50. You don't deserve 50-50. Cause our pay-per-view numbers and your pay-per-view numbers, this shit ain't nowhere near. Well, you tell him I do the work on my end, you do what you're supposed to do on your end, and we'll meet. I got three of the belts. You got one. We were supposed to, you were supposed to have half of them. I was supposed to have half of them. At the time, we only had one apiece. You go get yours. I get mine. We meet in the middle. Because niggas who saying like, yo, this fight should happen years ago. For what? I just got the third belt last month. I mean, last year. So let's just say this fight happened three years ago. Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence fight. One of them win. And now, to be undisputed, they got to go fight two other niggas. Nigga, this is the fight for everything. Yeah. Like the whole plan was you clean up your side of the street. So you on main events. You go get the title that's over there. I go get the title that's on the PBC side. Then we fight. And the winner take off. You didn't do that shit. Them weak-ass, horrible pay-per-view numbers that you made on ESPN, that shit is ridiculous. You sell out Omaha, Nebraska. That's, that's Good smart. job. You know what I'm saying? Cause they got, I come home and sell out bitch, AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, I know you was at the fight, but I watched you. Like, you come out with, with your hometown anthem and my nigga, that bitch rocking. I'm talking about live gates. I'm talking about pay-per-view numbers. I'm talking about my purse. Like this fight that that Terrence Crawford did a couple couple months ago on that all black app, it's the most money he's ever been paid. Was allegedly ten million. That's the and I don't know that he made ten million off that. That's the most money you've ever made in a fight. I don't want to laugh at ten million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but that's the most you've ever made because you're getting like two to four. Accumulate. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Meanwhile, we over making all this money. Why do you? What do you bring to the table? Less belts. Less money, not not the ability to put butts in seats. If we have a pay-per-view fight, we looking at numbers. This is how many people normally buy when I come. This is how many people normally buy when you come. Nigga, they gonna come to see me. And Spence got more to lose. Yeah. Like they don't they don't come see you. They don't come to your Ain't nobody come, come to, to see, see you. you. <laughs> did, you, did you yesterday they had to flip a fucking coin to find out who comes to the ring last? Who who won? But one, Mike Tyson flipped a coin, and now they say, "Well, they won't find out the Saturday what Bud wants to do." So whoever wins the coin toss can decides on Saturday who goes to the ring for. Like, uh, what kind of shit is this? That's just that's just fucking with a nigga head. Like, what I'm saying I'm is, just... I agreed to this to make the fight go. You, you what I'm saying? Because you got all these crazy ass demands because you thinking I'm gonna say no. PBC had walked away. It was like this nigga crazy. We not we not do, giving all that. Earl was like, no, we're going to make this fucking fight happen. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll concede whatever you need me to concede so we can get this fucking fight happen. But from the media standpoint, it looked like, how come he won't fight him? Nigga, you're not on my class. You will not You will not relinquish the fact that you're not the A-side in this. This say Spence Crawford, not Crawford Spence. I'm top billing on this shit. But I'm gonna do the little shit I can to fuck with you, thinking I may have an advantage. Now I'm gonna beat the fuck out. I will say this because <laughs> I'm pissed. The last time I saw a nigga like visibly irritated by waiting on a nigga in the ring, he beat his ass. Remember when Zab Judah fought fucking uh, Corey Spinks? Yeah. And Corey Spinks brought down Nelly, Nelly, and they was shucking and jo- they did the whole song. Guess what? On the way to the ring. It's funny you bring that fight up. That's the last time we had an undisputed welterweight champion. I remember. That fight, he beat Corey Spinks and Zab Judah was the last 
undisputed welterweight champ. But do you remember how like Zab Judah was waiting in that ring? Like that nigga was pissed. I watched uh, that shit. This live. was Nelly like at the top. Like niggas was doing the they they came out under the Lou uh, arch. Like niggas them niggas wanna, was doing it. Niggas always want to put on for my city. I'm home. I'm home. Alicia Bumgarner bought outsider. You bring you bring, I'm the hottest in the city. I bring niggas out. Niggas always want to put on for their city. <laughs> Alright That's that what fight you was in St. Louis too it was, That's what I'm saying Them niggas Remember there was an arch And them niggas walked out From under the arch They had pyro and everything Yo Zab Judah beat the brakes off that. He did He was sick of waiting on that nigga What's so crazy is Zab, After that fight Zab Judah fought Carlos Baltimore And lost Yeah And they didn't give Baltimore all the belts That's what I'm saying It was just It's the magic of boxing Some nights Like some nights niggas. Also Baltimore probably Didn't pay the IBF fee To that it's not financially <laughs> advantageous for me to keep all these bitches. Yeah. Yo, my pick. Uh, I wonder who's going to bring Bud down to the ring. M&M? I hope it's. Re- no, he not. Well, he. T- he Eminem? He, he put a post up and said he would love to have Eminem bring him down. And that's Eminem, him asking, my nigga. Look, he and, ain't. and then Eminem jumped on the comment and said, that's so crazy. Like, you one of my favorite fighters. And then he replied to that one. It's on Instagram. But that one, like, yo, hit me up. Let's do something. Now, I don't know that that means that he's bringing them down there. But, like, that's wild that. I don't want to hear lose yourself. <laughs> you know? Mom's that's, arm spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. That's, that's the song. Sweet arms are heavy. That's the song he going to use. You know what I'm saying? White people love lose yourself. I don't want to hear that shit. Or, I love the way you lie. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I'm going to tie you to the back and set this bitch on fire for real. Man. I don't want to hear them songs. I want to hear to the casket drop. Uh, crop me. Uh, Spence bringing somebody out from Dallas, some hometown. He always come out with somebody at hometown. Fuck Yo, around, be Drake. Uh, he not from Dallas. Man. He not from Dallas, but you know, he got some of them H-Town sound. It'll H-Town fuck ain't Dallas. I'm just saying. Who from <laughs> Dallas? Uh, Bum B and them, they from Port Arthur. Yeah, not Dallas. Yeah. Uh, it'd probably be some, lo- yeah. But local, he'd he, he be like, so. Yeah, buddy. My man, Roll like, the, like Southside the Realist. I've been bumping that shit for a year because when that nigga, I never heard that song before. I heard it before, but hearing it in that setting, that nigga. shit sounds like a monster. I'm talking about like 45, 45 people screaming. And I love that shit where like, a, like your area got one song that everybody get behind. I like that type of energy. And I wish Detroit had one of them. Nigga, we got a million of them. Nah. Like a universal song, you know, like white people, black people, Mexicans. Nigga, white folks is not bouncing to Southside the Realist, nigga. <laughs> so, like, I always look at like when the Memphis Grizzlies win, they play Whoop That Trick. That's and not I, a nigga song. It's not a nigga song, but like everybody can get involved nigga, on Whoop fuck That everybody. Trick. <laughs> I, I don't feel like Detroit, we got one of them. Now, you know, we got Welcome to Detroit City. Uh, we got T Grizzly first day out. So you want the white people to sing? Is that what you? That's basically, what you're telling me? Because now, I didn't say, every I didn't time say white people sing first day out, where from where again? So basically, all the the classic shit from rock bottom to blade to everything. No, that ma- wait, wait, wait. That makes everybody go fucking crazy. You like? Nah, I want something that the white people gonna sing too. Because that's <laughs> you what you're saying. It, you pandering, Jay. I don't want it to be. I just want it to be like that universal song that we got. Well, who's included in the universe? We know we got we know black people on lock in Detroit. You know all the Detroit classic shit. Boom. That's on lock. Who that's in the universe? Who's in the universe, my nigga? I just want everybody to love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it. some Eminem shit. I don't want to fucking hear lose he, it's gonna be lose yourself. 
And if I got to listen to that motherfucker, well, I'm going to be ready to fight too. If you're looking for the white demographic, that's what they like. That's all I'm weak as fuck, yo. Uh, it's so much. You hear, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. like, you hear that, we got squeak up in this motherfucker. Like, it's so many shit that you can put on. I don't give a fuck. Like, the fucking crowd goes crazy. Niggas be, white folks at the Pistons game be bossing up. Uh, I want that to stop. You put that boss <laughs> up want- money. Everybody don't be on the boss up cam. That's a universal song. I want that to stop because now y'all cultural appropriating. I want y'all to stop. Dang if you it. see, if you see some a reckless white bossing up, you are authorized to stop their ass by any means. This is part of Black Detroit Council. This is my campaign. Make downtown violent again. So why twenty twenty four? So why are you campaigning for a song that the white people like? <laughs> you asking for the exact opposite. You asking for a nigga song to be. Now to change, now to change, now to change my, my fucking stance. Make, make downtown dangerous again, 2024. Dame for city council president. Yeah. I could probably take Mary Sheffield out that seat. Oh, I, wait, I could take Mary Sheffield wait out Wait till that whose seat. man's is this? Okay. Wait till whose man's is this? Somebody came at me about running for something in the city. And they, and they can't, like, no no bullshit. This was recently. They came with me with a whole plan on how we could fundraise that shit. And I'm thinking about it. I, I think off name recognition alone, I can win something. I, I think I could. Yeah. Would y'all vote for Dame? Fuck yeah, y'all would. You know it's going to be a good look. I'm not going to lie, Dame. <laughs> I'm going to switch because I'm going you. Give me your vote. I'm not doing it. Give me your endorsement shit, right now. Fuck. Right now. Make downtown dangerous again. I mean, Dame 2024. Not, I put that out there a, a bunch of times. At some point in life, I'm going to run for something and win. And you're going to bring me on the cabinet because I'm going to do the same for you. I'm going to do the same for you. I will give validity to your cabinet. I'm going to give you a job. I'm going to give you a job. J5, you want a job? No. I got you. They would never. I got you. I'll put you in charge of something. You're going down. I'll put you in charge of something. You know what I'm saying? Clay Davis and shit. This is the reason why they don't let Dave Chappelle run for shit. Yeah. Bro, you you and Dave Chappelle, you like the Detroit version of Dave Chappelle. I swear to God. I would love it. I'm going to come to work dressed real good every day. I'm going to get there about noon, leave about four. Bullwork. You know what I'm saying? Bullwork. I'm going to shake some hands. I'm going to go to the schools, tell the kids they can be whatever they want to be. I was just like you. I'm going I'm to do all that shit. I'm just, you know. I hate that shit. Hey man, them kids ain't folk. Look, I believe y'all the future. We're trying to teach y'all well and help y'all lead the way. They stopped singing that, like, nigga, heavy in school. Nigga, it's an election in two weeks. Have you heard about it? No. Nah. <laughs> last week was the last day. Last week was the last time, last day that you can sign up to, to register to vote on like August 8th or 9th or some shit. For what? What are we voting on? It's, no one's voting for you. No one's that. voting. Like they, they don't That's care. That's what I said 2024. Give me about a year to like get my, get the campaign machine rolling. Sure. I'm going to get some red, order. I'm going to get some red hats to say make downtown violent again. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to get behind it. I wouldn't want you in my neighborhood. <laughs> you can't stay in my neighborhood. You don't clean up dog shit. You don't. You don't cut the grass. Like you not. I'm not. You're not the model citizen, buddy. Man. I want to get up early. I envision a life where I can get up early on a Thursday and run my pit bulls through the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm not no leash. You. you know what I'm saying? No leash. Tattoos out, so you know what it is. With a cigarette, huh? No, I'm smoking. I'm smoking Kush. Oh, okay. I'm smoking. Uh, I'm smoking uh, Refer. Uh, <laughs> you was high too when you walked in. I saw it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. I'm smoking Refer right. when I wake up. Man, we had something else stupid that happened this week. 
I don't know. I'm done with this. Let's talk about J5, man. Uh, we'll think about it. I got some more topics and shit, but you know, I want to. I want to uh, talk about this musical talent that's 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 sitting in front of us. Yeah, so man. So, so five put me up. Put me up on something. You had an opportunity, or you were signed at a younger age. Yeah. Who did you sign to, or with? Uh, I'm still signed to him right now. Uh, okay. Can, can you say it? Yeah. Or? Oh. Federation Music Group. Okay. It's a label ran by like this guy named Shannon and uh, Floss. Okay. Floss a lot, Floss. Yeah. That's what's up. What you doing with it? Like, are are you active? Is this like a situation where you're gonna have to throw a TV at them niggas? Or are you like happy with your situation? <laughs> no, nah, like you feel me. Growing pains, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to, like, kind of, like, take a step back and, like, learn the music, you know what I'm saying? Learn the business and learn how shit go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? How you feeling about it these days? I'm feeling real good, you know what I'm saying? Conversations is happening. Okay. Plans is being made. But. Album rollout coming soon, maybe? Or we still still a ways away? I feel like we a ways away. I feel like that's, like, artist's biggest mistake. It's to like trying to drop an album too fast. Like I want to get a, f- a fan base. Like you know what I'm saying, yeah. I want a single that hit first before I like drop an album. Okay, you recording? Hell yeah. Okay, how you feeling about the music you making right now? Uh, I feel like it's it's came a long way. Like I'm looking at it through different. I'm looking at shit through a different lens now. Okay, you know what I'm saying like back then I was just trying to like make bops and shit. Like I ain't really had shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really. You know what I'm saying? I had shit to talk about, but you know, you hit that point where you're like, all right, I can't keep saying the same shit. Let me ask, so how long you been making music? How old were you when you started like wanting to make music? I always wanted to, but like it was like I was playing sports and shit, so you know what I'm saying? That's what I was really heavily on. But like once I got to like I ain't started uh doing music to like my senior year of high school for Okay. And you rap and you sing. Yeah. Which one caught your eye first? I mean, I'm not sure. Which one caught your eye first? I mean, singing. Like, my mom, like, I get it from her. Like, she used to always, like, sing around the house. Like, play, like, all different types of music and shit. So, that's what I was starting to do. But, like, feel me? Once I, like, you know, of course, like, once the little babies and the gunners and all that shit came out, like, I started seeing what these niggas doing. But, like, I can sing for real. Yeah. You feel me? So, it wasn't hard for me to translate and do that shit. I was about to put you in the box. I'm like, you probably started rapping first, but nah, you started singing first. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I actually started playing drums first. Like, music. Like that's you, a, I, you a musician, musician. I wouldn't say that, but like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the drums, not that it's easy to pick up. You but feel like me? It's, it's, not, it's not. You don't got to learn notes and all that other shit. You you can feel rhythm. Yeah, you, you know can bang around you, Yeah, you can, catch, you can yeah. catch rhythm. So, I mean, but... But shit is still it's still an instrument. Once you understand like the sounds, how to catch rhythm, how to, you know, like flow off of a beat and a pattern, I'm sure that translates I, over I to play, singing, I played rapping. In church, so I was really like that. Yeah. Everybody put you know what I'm saying? I know no, everybody did not play no, no, the drums. I'm not, in the I'm not saying everybody played the drums in the church, but like the church is usually like where you first find out like what you, you yeah, what you can do. The church may be the first time black people see musical instruments mm-hmm. in real life. Like physically, I see them, can yep. touch them, see people who look like me. I hate that fucking saying, but you know what I'm saying that actually do that. Like it's obtainable. Oh, I, mean, I can. That's that's Paul. Yeah, like, I, I was too shy to sing, so that's what I did. Mm. Yeah, what girl b- bought you out of the too shy to sing? Because it's definitely for a woman. Nah, I mean it wasn't. It really wasn't. Like I was. Give me the story. Bro, I was really like that in sports, period, nigga. So, like, I was like, yeah, I ain't had no problem with that. But, like, 
I just so you seen the hoes in your uniform. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't put up fifteen and three. That nigga singing doo wops to the layup and shit like. This nigga crazy. Nah, like uh. Man, I, like, nah, I, sing, I, I had my baby my senior year and like right, I was about to go to college and like oh, all you were definitely singing. You was you, you was, was for sure singing to your daughter's mother. Again, bro, was, if you could, I wasn't. Was, I bro, I this is the thing. I was shy as fuck. Like I, I was. You were freestyling to her. No, I was <laughs> not. I wasn't doing shit. You weren't shy with the lady you had a baby with. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But look, I, that was crazy. Yeah. But it was just like shit. I just started like experimenting with shit, and I just stopped giving a fuck. Yeah, like, and that shit. You feel me? And once I realized, like, I wasn't like once my you feel me, baby mama told me she was pregnant, shit. I was like, yeah, I ain't going to college. So shit, this music shit got to work now. Mm. And the damn shit, like, like the next week, I recorded my first song. And, you feel me? I, just, I was ass. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, the, the first songs are just that. They're your first songs. I don't think nobody hit the studio and make a. A hit first time out, like you got to you got to feel the studio. Ex- recording in your homeboy bedroom with the eggshells ain't the studio. That's y'all just fucking around. Y'all making music. Rough drafts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's pre production like a motherfucker. You need to go in a booth where you close the door and it's just you and the sound. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, this. I'll be honest though, while little John shit was recorded in front of a mattress. <laughs> I mean, when you when you yelling, I'm about to say when you screaming like that. You I mean, know, what all saying? them little, I mean, all that shit. Like he did that shit in front of him, and he still used one. Okay, I mean, which shit. was crazy. You know, he found a system that worked for him. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just so like the technology that's available, like right now, and the ease of use it is. How you can like have your home studio, home studio in 2020, and the year 2000. Oh, that's a totally different thing. Oh, for sure, like, y'all there, outside. Like there's. 17 people in the state of Michigan who have a home studio. You know what I'm saying? Or some shit Man, like you that. You had a full track recorder, a mic, and... My first recordings came from a, a double a, a double deck. Yeah. One side is playing the music. One side is recording. And I got a, a, a janky microphone plugged into like the, 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 the radio that's like in your mama house or some shit like that. Well, when now, I first started rapping, my nigga had a four track tape recorder. Nigga, we would go buy Max... It's your day for a session. We rapping like this day. All right, nigga, bring some new cassettes with you. <laughs> like get a four pack and bring some cassettes because we recording today. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's a lot different. And I'm not even knocking it because I just feel I remember being like in 12th grade and like starting to feel like, OK, we can do something. We're rapping. Trying to find a studio wasn't as Excess like you had to know somebody that knew a studio like a for real studio. Yeah, and going to the disc, and I'm not knocking the disc at all because niggas still put out quality shit from the. But like that was like the big recording studio space. Yeah, speaking of, because we went to the disc for Detroit News, the PD Green Project, Free Radio. I just uploaded Free Radio yesterday to the streaming services. Pete, uh, third project, it's there, it's out there. Okay, but we got it printed, maxed up. At yeah, the, at the disc. but the disc—that's what niggas use. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie though. Besides, like all the like technology things, my shit was the same way though. Cause you gotta think like niggas had to point me in direction. Cause like all my friends was athletes. You feel what I'm saying? So like when I just jumped into music, niggas was like, okay. So now that you're working on your pro, well, not even working on your project, but you're working on songs. You kind of got a vision for where you want to go. With the project, maybe some producers in mind that you want to work with? Um, 
Hell of a for sure. Absolutely. I really, I ain't gonna lie. I would love to do like my whole, like just my whole first take with him. For real, for real. Like on some like Detroit shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Question and shit. Where do you find production now? Because I know the how we find producers and production um, is a little bit different. Like niggas go on YouTube and and grab a beat or rent a beat for twenty five bucks. Like how do you where are you find? I do. Music? I ain't gonna lie. I still I still fuck with the YouTube. Go rent that bitch. Yeah, you know I mean it's nigga until somebody make a better song than me. Nigga, this nah, real shit. It's it's like I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes like I don't do good like with the whole getting in the room and cooking up type shit. Like because like. I'm a writer, writer. Like I really want to say something. Yeah. And I can't, you know, I'm not going to just like be in this bitch. Like I'm not really a freestyler. So I'm not about to be in this bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? I need time like, to write my shit. So finish the beat. Send that bitch to me. Yeah, me? I get it. Let, let, me, let me cook with it for a yeah. few days. Let me see if I actually like it. You I feel you. Cause like, That's, I feel like a lot of times where you were saying like you were just trying to write bops, like people would just be having a, like an album, they'd be like, all right, I got six, seven, what I think are radio songs or hits. Yeah. And I'm going to put these bitches on here. But then, like, it doesn't have a cohesive sound to it. And I appreciate, like, a cohesive project. Their album cuts are there for a reason. Like, the album needs them. Yeah, they I don't have to like, be a single, but, like, yeah. the album needs this in order to sound cohesive. For me, I look at, like, you know, album that... I know me and Jay was talking about we enjoy that killer Mike, that Michael. Does it have a radio single? I actually remixed. I sent you uh, one. I remixed Motherless. Yeah. That's what I got. Does it have like a, a radio single? Not per se, but like the album makes sense exactly how it is. It flows cohesively together. I was listening to Magic 2, and it's the same thing. Is there like a single? Not per se, but like it. the album makes sense. It sounds good together. What's so wild is what people put out as singles like it it don't sound like singles no more. Like, I don't even know what sound like a single no more. The first song that I realized for me when shit changed was little man, little Wayne fireman. Cause that record don't sound like some shit that usually it sound like an album cut, but that they put that shit on radio it was on the top 88, the whole nine. I was like, yo, this don't sound like that big production top 40 is getting hot in here type record. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, yo, and I personally, I think that shit changed. It was like, oh, we can put like just a song, not just a song, but like it doesn't have to be a club song, yeah, strip club song. It don't have to be a dance attached to it. Fireman was just just random ass bars, you know. What I'm saying fire <laughs> bars, and like I'm like, yo, that's this even changed. That was when Weezy was starting to make that change. Like I can rap, I'm I can just rap, yeah, and people gonna like it. So J Five, when you think about. When you say you tell somebody like you make music, is it like some 50 50 shit or are you talking about I'm rapping and I also sing or do you sing and you also rap? I ain't gonna lie, you know, it's crazy. Like, I don't really even tell people I do music. Like, I just figure out. You know, it's not because you're not ready for the rollout, you're not ready to start. Like, no, nah, it's like, I don't wanna, like, if you look at my shit, like, it'll tell you, like, it's been like 11 months to like 12 months since our last drop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even people, like, asking me for so long, like, do you still do music? That shit kind of burn a little bit. So, like, I want to just, like, pop out, like, what's up? You feel me? Like that's Any reason you didn't took the time off? Like, you know, I'm, I had to grow up, bro. Like, you feel me? I, I got signed, like, straight out of high school. Like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't the person I was supposed to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't very social. 
Straight out of at, at 17, 18, you know I mean? we probably not who we going to be. So. Yeah, and it, it was just a lot going on. Like, I get signed. I just had my kid. You know what I'm saying? That February, I signed, like, a few days after I turned 18. So, like, somewhere, like, <laughs> June. <laughs> Way too safe team, bro. Got you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, no, it was nothing like that. that like, you feel me? You. They ain't ever um, do me nothing wrong. But it was just, like. It was a lot of shit that they was asking me to do. I didn't. I didn't know how to do it. You know, like, eighteen you know years old. Like, um, when you say you ran out of stuff to talk about, like I ain't even lived enough life yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now you're a parent, and you that's a a whole other thing. You like you are experiencing life, and now I can write about it. I can write about possibly heartbreak. I can write about all different type of things. Yeah. Uh, when you 17, 18 years old, I don't know what you talk about. You yeah. Know? Usually in the industry. They be adults be writing music for kids, right. you know what I'm saying? Because like, girl dumped me on the playground. I was real. I was, I was real against that shit. Like, it was so many people who tried to write for me. Like, I, I'll tell her, like, I don't. I don't really play like that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. With songs though, I don't play like that. Cause like, this kid, not this kid, uh, this guy at work, he 22, right? Yeah. And uh, somehow we was talking about music or some shit. And Tupac. It was a. Uh, Biggie videos were playing on television and shit, mm -hmm. right? Old and, school music. Yeah, yeah. Old school hip hop. And, but was somebody was talking about old school and this new school, and he was like, well, as long as we got Drake, we're going to be okay. And I was like, <laughs> I, was, I just want to make sure I understand. Like, the state of hip hop is great as long as we got Drake. And he was like, yeah. Um, and it was. Uh, Drake keeping the lights on around this bitch. <laughs> but they, we, we started talking about, he was like, well, why don't y'all, y'all don't think he a rapper? Like, the raps is great. The music sounds good, everything. He was like, people don't give him respect as a rapper because somebody wrote your lyrics for you, right? right? One, even if it's just one time, now it calls into question. That don't mean I don't like this song, whatever. But he was like, well, people sitting around the rooms and wrote songs for Michael Jackson. I'm like, but for R&B artists or Beyonce or whatever, like the skill in an R&B song it's is singing. singing. It's not now. It's a plus of you a songwriter, but like yeah. I don't feel like Beyonce in there writing every last thing that she sings. I've never even expected singers to. I didn't never. I never thought that this was your life, as because the talent is singing. Now on some raps, nigga, write your raps. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to hear nobody. That's like me standing. And he was like, I don't understand. I'm like, okay, well you go to a poetry slam, and I'm saying another nigga poem and give applause for it. The skill is in poetry. You gotta write it, like and perform it, and perform it. Because yeah. if not, like, what are you doing? Like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna tell you one, like, like for real, for me, music be like kind of. It's kind of it get it's fun because like now, I don't really like you know how niggas be in the room like rapping they shit to a beat. I don't never do no shit like that. I don't know how my shit gonna sound till I get you. And you got you at least got a skeleton for the song. You can't like necessarily nah, in my head, like, but I ain't like verbally. Said this shit yet? Man, I, 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 Biggie did this to y'all. You don't even know. I hate it when Biggie started said I don't write my raps. No, I write them. Yeah. Uh, it was it was Hove first. It was, well, was it first. Biggie first and then Hove yeah, tried it? That's what because Biggie he was on Sway in the Morning uh, around in L.A. right before he got killed. Basically, he said they'll come in the studio. He'll be you know doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. and then he dropped a, a particular voice. And when he was like, he don't write his raps. Then niggas thought like, yo, that's the standard. 
this was happening before you. Uh, but uh, and like then that was it. Then Hov said, "I don't write my raps," and then Little Wayne say, "I don't write my raps." Now people grew up like, "Yo, we ain't gotta write that shit. You gotta memorize it." But if you don't put this shit on a piece of paper, bro, I just write, I write it in here like so. Like I work like in the truck with my pops. Yeah. So like I just be jotting shit down, For sure. put the phone down. But I don't know how it's gonna sound until I get to like it's like. It's like fishing. Like sometimes, like that should be straight. Sometimes I ain't gonna lie. I just be like, yeah, gotta like, throw it back. Hey, you use that voice. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> 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 super, <Yo>. super. <laughs> my <laughs> bad. My man, bad. I tell you what, man. The voice recorder is your friend, though. You feel me? Because sometimes you write a rap and you forgot the melody that you wrote that shit to. Because it's months later, you got some shit on a piece of paper. Like I don't even remember the melody because this shit makes sense with the melody. Yeah. And like without the melody, it's like. Like, I don't know about Just don't really sound that great. <laughs> yeah. You ain't gonna lie. I, I end up coming up with some better shit. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. It's been a lot of times I'll be like, damn, how the fuck did it go? So I just be in there. You know how you, I tell them, like, turn the music off and I just start trying shit. Like, you feel me? And I be like, ooh. I come up with some shit and you put some layers on it. And that's the thing about actually knowing how to sing. Yeah. Like, you can, like, harmonize. Like, you ever been, listen to his trap beat and a nigga harmonizing on that sure. motherfucker? Like, you know, like, really him, though. Like, not like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, hell yeah. Do you think when we get the first single, it's going to be you singing or we going to get you rapping? Or hey, maybe it's, both? It's, it's, it ain't going to lie, gang. It's going to be some R&B shit for sure. Like, okay. I enjoy that shit. Like, it's like, it's some certain things, like, it's not going to lie. Some of the R&B songs, I actually don't write. Some, like, that shit is, like, easy to, like, pour out. It's less bars. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's less, you know? So it's like I can go in there with that bitch halfway written and then, you know, kind of freestyle the rest. That's actually how I write my songs, too. Man, we was in here the other time and shit, and after we was halfway finished arguing, you know how long we stayed here that one night, though? (laughs) BP, like, way too late. Man. Way too late. I told you. But when you play some fucking music and shit, I don't want to compare you to people and shit, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, is is that Tory Lanez? Like, shit was, like, fucking great. Appreciate you know it. what I'm saying? I, I don't even never know what to expect. You don't expect it's gonna sound bad. You but, know it's crazy. You know what you I'm saying? Spot on with that, like, cause that's when I would like before I started doing music. Like when I was listening to like Chicks Tape Four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was my actually like that was like the real first album I like listened to, and then D did the album with all the samples on it. I was like, okay, he was on that bitch rapping and like yeah, making. Yeah. I was like, all right. That's, that's what I want to do And that's how I want to do it Yeah Cause I, I was going to ask I mean One of the, the Cliche questions People ask Is like yo Who was your musical Influences or whatever But that's clearly Wasn't influenced You know what I'm saying And uh That's fucking great I got a top five When it comes to influences though Let's Go see. ahead who, Who's your top five Uh I ain't gonna lie I got Anthony Hamilton At number one Charlie you, I was just listening To that <laughs> shit Cause dog He He sing that song Like he broken You know what I'm saying And like Song I've seen Anthony Hamilton perform Charlene live, and I thought like the bitch had left me. Like that's that's how he made me feel. Like he was like sagging, mm. you know what I'm saying? And that come from a different place. Yeah. But like, I I love Anthony Hamilton. Go ahead, go ahead. I got uh, Kim at number two. Okay. Uh, Ti at number three. Yo, Kim Essentials on Apple Music. Just put that shit on, dog. And just ride, bro, with the window <laughs> down. Don't even turn the AC in. on. Kim Essentials, it's like Apple's version of Greatest Up. Oh, oh. Man. I saw Kim perform one time, and Love Calls was like the third song he did. I'm like, what the fuck else he going to do? <laughs> Nigga did like 15 more songs, and I was like, damn, I forgot okay, about this shit. Do not play with this for, top for real, like that. I, what I, 
on the playlist, I'm like, all right, nigga, that, that's there it go. Love like, calls. And I'm usually like, Damn. your name. I was like, yo, this was, I didn't know, this was killed too? Because like, I know this song and I don't know, because I don't say. And you know them all. Kim Goaded, for yeah, sure. And you know them all. Like, when he, <laughs> when the song started, like, damn, you find yourself singing with it. I know this song. Yeah, yeah. I know more than Love Calls. Yeah, yeah. I know most of these bitches. But, like, I just thought Love Calls was so big. I'm like, nigga, he doing this third? What the fuck else Kim going to do? A bunch of shit. I, a bunch said, of shit. Said, oh, this some light shit. Yeah. That's what saying. He going to do like, a bunch of shit. I thought, like, yo, Kim may be underrated. But, like, I'm probably the nigga underrated. <laughs> you feel me? Okay. Like, because people who fuck with Kim is like... Nigga nah, selling out everywhere. You, yeah, nigga selling out him, everywhere. Right? We fucking with him. But I'm like, oh, shit. Kim is like, he the nigga for sure. Uh, you said, Kim, do you say T.I.? I said, yeah, Anthony Hamilton, Kim, T.I. That's three. Yeah, let me stop, on. Let me stop on the T.I. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You know, everybody don't like T.I. right now because whatever. But, like, T.I. Ain't got shit to do with me, gang. T.I. is... See, I can rap his fucking ass off. Though. Trap music. Motherfucking trap music. I'm serious. Trap music. Uh, urban legend. And then I like back to back to back to back for them things. What was the mixtape he dropped? It was T.I.P.S.C. Yeah, it was it was uh, the DJ drama and it had 24s on there like the first version. <laughs> I was like this nigga T.I. coming for blood. Man, all them disc records from from Lil Flip, Flip and all that shit. Like it was like the uh, name of them fuckings. Was him and the PSC. Uh, I cannot think of the name. And low key, they could be on my fucking phone and shit. But that's a solid fucking list already. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what this the, the next two sound like. Or not? It's uh, I got Tory Lanez at four, and uh, who my fifth is? Damn. Out of all my the weekend. Mm, okay. I'm not mad at that list. Very eclectic list. You know what I'm saying? I can I can fuck with that. Oh, uh, I'm about to play one of these songs. In the song. Streets Volume One. Yeah. That was it. T I M P S C uh, In the Streets Volume One. You gave us like three joints. We're gonna play a little bit of uh, a couple. You know what I'm saying? Then we'll for talk sure. a little bit more and we'll play something else. What's the name of that song right there? Forgive me for my sins. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Because, you know, when we be talking about artists and music and shit, sometimes they got to go find something. Like, now, let's get to this shit right now so they mm. know 
know what time it is. Is that already out on DSPs or that's something you? No, nah, it's you just world exclusive. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I ain't gonna lie. I came all exclusive for y'all except for one. I gave y'all two exclusives. Okay. What's what's the other one? Shit, let's play it. This the motherless remix. I'm I'm interested in this. Oh yeah, do that. Is that killer Mike? Go ahead. Y'all thought I was crazy. My mama did. My grandmama did. Tore my Achilles. So I football was your back. Oh, your kidney. Yeah. Okay. I thought I'm it was Achilles. Was like so, it was football. Oh no, I ain't got that. <laughs> so, it was football was that like your first first real love? Oh yeah, for sure. What I, position? I, I played slot and strong safety. Okay. That's what's up. I like the music. Five for sure. I like the music. Yeah. So I mean, we we right at that point in the show. There's one more that we didn't play. Uh, you probably know because you sent me all three. So we're going to make sure. this my music pick of the week. Go ahead and enter your your last song, and uh, we're going to let it rock out. This one right here, this is uh, Tell Me You Get It. This one is actually out on our streaming platform. Beautiful. It worked out just the way it should. You feel dude. me? So, yeah, that's that. And I hope you all enjoy that. Hey, man. Baby, that's fine. 
I like that. Yeah, this nigga the real deal, dog. And what's the name of the song again? It's called Tell Me You Get It. Okay. Yo, J5, the real deal, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> sure. And it's, and it's already out. Apple Music, yeah, anywhere you can buy music. For sure. Buy your music directly from the artist. Pay the artist. Buy some music from, from my man J5. Jay, you got a Whose Man's Is This? Yeah. Whose Man's Is This? Detroit City Council. I'll need you to talk to you niggas for a minute, dog. <laughs> okay. Um, yo, what the fuck is y'all doing, dog? Y'all are wasting a lot of time and a lot of resources. They want to change Hart Plaza to like Martin Luther King Jr. Plaza or some shit like that. And this may seem like this Why? is this is towards MLK. Why? Because y'all know how much I fuck with MLK. I've given you rent two years in a row about MLK. You feel me? About the hate that y'all give MLK and how disrespectful y'all be. What the fuck is these meaningless Things that are doing for some empty praise. Why don't y'all do something that impacts the people who live and pay taxes in the city? Don't nobody give a fuck about that fucking statue that don't look like MLK. Don't nobody give a fuck about you renaming Heart Plaza after MLK. Shit, you didn't even have to change the Aretha to the Aretha. But fuck it, we fuck with Aretha. But like Shane Park was yeah. perfectly fine being Shane Park, okay? Yeah. Uh, but now it's the Aretha. What, like, what are y'all fucking doing? It's more shit that we got to worry about than renaming fucking Heart Plaza. And why does it need to be like MLK? I'm cool with you naming it. I don't I don't give a fuck. To Harriet. I don't feel like we need to rename it. But like, name that shit Coleman Young Plaza. So I don't, I just don't feel like with everything else is going on, like this need to be a hot button topic. It's been Heart Plaza and everybody been all right. It's, D- it's D- been all right. Detroit City Plaza. It don't got to be named after a person. That shit don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. Y'all doing the wrong thing, man. But you know what? Change is coming. Dame 2024, make downtown a lot of dangerous people, again. I see a lot of people in that fucking picture with that MLK statue doing good and goddamn well. That shit don't look nothing like MLK. But a lot of people that I know and see We paid for city, it. We paid for it. But like, it's here. why are y'all out there with these smile on your face and y'all, we're no fucking checks and balances. What, what nigga was like, let me see what you got so far. Because <laughs> that Jewish man that y'all got down here, I don't know who that is. Y'all got a picture of fucking Oscar Mayer down there. I don't know who that is. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why y'all keep fucking over Martin Luther King Jr. shit? Or or even better, like, yo, just leave him alone. We know what we he looks like. We gave look- him a school game. <laughs> we gave him a street. Everybody know what he is and what he look like. Like, we don't, the world don't need, this is probably going to sound the bad. The world don't need no more thing. Martin Luther King <laughs> shit in the world. I don't need a, a 12-foot statue of Dr. King. Like, it's what cool. What we need to do is 12 points of his program and put that shit out. You feel me? Like, nigga, duh, I do not like this shit. <laughs> you know what, what I just feel is stupid? Like, because <laughs> it's some field trip shit like and here's the Martin Luther King statue first of all Dr. Martin Luther this King the, wasn't 13 feet tall this all right? is the spot this is not what the fuck he looked like I mean they pretty much just want to be like yo this is the spot where he gave the, the first time he gave the I have a dream speech was in Detroit that's man, put fact. a plaque, put a plaque there. Yeah, <laughs> put a, put a old, placard. I ain't gonna lie. You you watch old comedians, like the old ones, and then yeah. you watch another one. Same motherfucking jokes. Same Every joke. pastor do the same sermon in different places. Come on, gang. Just leave Martin alone. Cut like, the bullshit. Like, y'all don't got nobody else that did nothing good. Nigga, that was 60 years ago or some shit. Like, come on, man. This 60 is, years ago? That was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just, just leave Dr. King alone. That's it.
That's Shit, it. Loki, when did he get? Uh, 1960. Let me see when they, you know, when they murdered uh, MLK. Why you add the emphasis on the M like that? Because that's what happened. That's what happened. That's they, what happened. they all want to give him all these fucking days. 1968. Y'all want to give him all these fucking days and say how how fucking great he was. Y'all killed him. 55 years ago. Fucking crazy, dog. 55 years. Don't man. worry, man. We're going to sweep city council. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you a seat. Five. You're going to be up there. Trinidad. Anthony. About to have us. Marcus Summerall. The tw- no, the twins from Angster. My bad. But like, we can figure out a way to funnel some money through. You now know. you're trying to scam. Now you're not not, not scam. scam. We we gonna work together. We gonna okay, work collaboratively. All right, Kwame. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna bring the earring back too. I'm gonna bring a, I'm gonna bring earrings back. Man. I mean, we got never mind. That's gonna get me in trouble. Yes, yo. Ooh. I'm gonna bring it back. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. There's other people in in, in in political seats that got a lot worse than earring. Little coke. Not little that. couple charges. Keep that. Keep it a little nail on. I'm saying for a reason. Yes, sir. Bumper make you jump. That's what I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. Um, that shit crazy. Uh, I'm not even gonna go off on who I was gonna go off on because why? Why keep doing that shit? All right. So five at the end of the episode, we always let our guest go first with giving their socials where people can find them, how you can get in touch with them. So please let the people know one last time who you are, where they can find you on all of the social sites and your streaming info. Yo, it's J5 and we live. You can find me on Instagram at J-A-I-F-I-V-3. That's really where I'm at right now because I ain't going to lie, I ain't fucking with Twitter right now. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just follow me on Instagram and you know what I'm saying? Keep looking for the music because it's coming. All right, Everything good enough. Makes sense. Yeah, we look forward to it. When you're ready to drop that project, anytime you want to come back, you know how to get in touch with us. So just come on back. For sure, bro. It's your man Dame three underscores three one three on Instagram, TikTok. You know, I kind of be on Snapchat and Threads. Twitter not showing a nigga no love, so I guess I'm not coming back. Look, man, somebody gave me a bar this week, and I just want to pass it on. Be a better big homie. That's it. Be a better big homie. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast. At me. Talk to me. I will talk back. And you should see the campaign soon. Make downtown Detroit dangerous again. Dame 2024. Unlike Dame, I want y'all to keep y'all dangerous ass the fuck away from downtown. I don't want danger. I don't. I want to go down there, have brunch, eat, and come home safely. I don't want y'all niggas down there. Every third Sunday of the month, I wanted to be the purge in downtown. That's one thing I'm asking for. The purge is in the rest of the fucking city. These motherfuckers is going crazy. Niggas getting murdered and killed left and right. Gas stations. Everywhere. Y'all got to come. Y'all got to go sit the fuck down. Y'all got to be a better big homie. And I meant to mention this earlier. The reason that we fell in these kids, because niggas don't want to act their age. I'm 41 years old. I shouldn't be hanging around with where my children at, what people age. Like, we are not, we dropping the ball because nobody want to be older than what they are. Everybody want to be younger than what they are. Be a better big homie. You got to be a better big homie. Be, be a better big brother. Be a better fucking mama or father or some shit. But we failing, motherfuckers, left and right, dog. And it's not, it's not even, it's not, it's not even fair to these fucking kids. Yeah. It's not fair to these fucking kids, man. Be your better big homie. I like that. That's good advice, man. That's good advice. It's guys. already trademarked. Don't try and use it. Uh, I mean, I'll name this episode <laughs> Be a Better Big Homie. Uh, 
When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Be a better big homie. Peace.